Welcome to the Chicago Golf Tour Podcast, sponsored by Sub70 Golf. Sub70 Golf is the number one direct-to-consumer golf equipment company based out of Sycamore, Illinois. By cutting out middlemen and unnecessary overhead, Sub70 products are roughly half the cost of other OEMs. Everything is custom-built, and they typically have one- to two-week turnaround times. With a full equipment line from driver through putter and options for everyone, go check out Sub70 Golf at GolfSub70.com. All right, folks, we interrupt this broadcast to tell you about the very best sports coverage in the Chicagoland area. Our go-to, that's Sports Mockery app. The Sports Mockery app is breaking Chicago sports news and rumors, covering the Bears, the Hawks, the Bulls, the Cubs, and the White Sox. Download the Sports Mockery app now, available on iTunes and Google Play stores. Back to the show we go. All right, folks, welcome back. We are back better than ever, Rob. You got to play some golf this weekend. I'm extremely jealous. How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, got to play a little Kankakee Elks Club yesterday. It was freezing the first couple of holes, but it definitely uh, warmed up. The sun was out. Um, had to lose a layer or two, but yeah, it was nice to play there. It was, um, I think the south side is going to really enjoy it. I forgot how fun of a track that is. Some challenging holes. It was, uh, I forgot about the some of the undulation on the greens and yep. Just crazy, man. I forget the whole six. I forgot how long that part five was. It was it was fun though. It was a it was a good time. I had some bad swings, had some good swings, but it felt good to be out for sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was super jealous. And then when I woke up Sunday, I'm like, this guy's a maniac. I mean, it was Dude, it's, freezing out. Yeah, they had uh so it was an event for no laying up. Um, it was like, I don't know, almost 72 guys. It was hilarious. I think one guy drove a cart the rest was just all walkers but they had like uh i think they're what they, they call the solo um you know fire pits yeah they had a bunch of those out there elks club was awesome they had the fires going the whole time for us and um just kept them going i should say so people get stay warm but yeah everybody everybody had i don't know i had like four layers on couldn't swing the first hole because i was just so with all the layers on it was great but it was it was fun it was it was good to see the course again. Definitely, um, I think you guys will enjoy it. Um, especially, it's definitely gonna be harder with when the leaves are on the trees. Obviously, it was everything was bare still, but just right. uh, this the greens though. Again, I just could not believe how much of undulation were on those. I I, I didn't remember that. A lot of um, a lot of shots they can stay on and they'd roll back and stuff like that. But it was it'd be a nice challenging course for everybody. Yeah, I mean, 72 guys is a great turnout. Um, that's the one thing that stuck with me with, with Kinky Elks was the greens. I was blown away by their greens. Um, and to your point, I think our guys, it's literally the heritage bluffs of the south yeah. suburbs. I mean, it's yeah. Kinky Elks is awesome. And especially for yeah. the place, I mean, you can't beat it. Um, for sure. But yeah, I mean, uh, how'd you guys finish? It was a, uh, it was a, the morning game was a quota and then they did like a knockout. So then the top 16 went to a knockout and they, I think they only did nine holes though, because of the cold and the, the, the sunlight, I got out of there after the quota game and I didn't shoot too bad for the first round and it being so cold in the wind. I mean, like you literally had a, it was like a three club difference win for some of these holes. Like I had um, that par three, number five, 
you could easily hit a pitching wedge. I think I was hitting like eight iron because it was just like the wind would catch up, catch it, and you hit like the brick wall type deal thing. Right. But no, it wasn't bad. I think I was I felt seven short of my quota, which that's a fun game. That's the first time I really ever did a quota game, and it was it was definitely um kept you kept you um focused on how you need that what you're shooting and what you're what you need to get done. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I uh, like I said, super jealous. Um, but I was I was LOL in the morning. I'm like, I don't even know if I would go play golf. But I'm like, Big Rob is is on his way out to to Kinky Elks. Um, you were telling me guys were buying heated vests from Home Depot and. Uh, oh yeah, the thread the thread was open. They awesome, I should say. They were those. Um, I've seen them before, but yeah, those USB charged vests that have like the the heat panels in them. I mean, there was. Uh, I could have swore I saw a couple guys with the um, um, quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Camley had it on. Um, but it was, like, funny when you pulled up in the parking lot. Like, literally all the guys were out there. Everybody's taking out their push carts. But then you could see everybody just putting a sweatshirt, a sweatshirt, a sweatshirt, then a vest on. And then you had the – it was funny. Yeah. Did you have any heated packs in your in your uh, pockets at all? Or you said guys so, were wearing the, the QB um, pouches in the front? Yeah, I think I could have swore I saw two guys. I mean, there's so many, and everybody. The the only thing that kind of stunk was I never played a shotgun where you walked, so everybody was like walking out to the holes. Yeah. So we started on twelve, so it wasn't too bad. But like those guys that st- started out on like you know fourteen and fifteen, and that kind of sucked. But um, they had the heat. They had those hate packets for everybody. But like one of the gifts I got for Christmas was um the gloves that attach to your push cart. So that all worked out nicely. Hell yeah. Speaking of golf, did you watch any golf? Well, obviously you, you probably didn't catch much Sunday. Um, but did you catch any of the, the Dell match play? Yeah, I watched some of it on Friday, a little bit Saturday. And then I did, I was home in time to catch the end of yesterday, but I mean, I was, when we were at Elks club, they had it on the TVs obviously. And, when I saw that stat, if uh, Scotty won, he'd become the new number one. I was just taken back by that. But then you realize, you know, three to the last five makes sense now. But no, I got to see some of it. Like, I really thought, like I said earlier, I think last podcast, Kisner, man, dude, that guy's a machine. Absolute machine. Um, we're going to put the Dell on hold, though. We have a very special guest for you guys today uh, on this week's episode, Mr. GU himself. Adam Fonseca from Golf Unfiltered. Um, he just got into the waiting room, so we're going to let him in. All right, folks, we have Mr. GU himself, Mr. Golf Unfiltered, Adam Fonseca, joining the party. How you doing there, Adam? I'm doing good. It's nice to see both of you. You too? Absolutely. We uh, we actually just saw each other not too long ago at the company that you have, that you're supporting right now, and that is Sub70. That's right, um, yeah. At their... Uh, their soft opening of the seven. Yeah. Um, what was your experience like there? It, you know, those guys are great. Uh, I've known them for a few years now and the location uh, was better than I could have imagined. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly didn't know what to expect when I went in. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Did I tell you what happened as soon as I walked in? No. So I walk in, my wife and I will get it. We get there a little bit earlier than I thought we would. And so, you know, it's about 645, things started at seven or whatever it was. Yeah. We, we walk in and Jason Hyland is videoing 
with the videographer in the other room and they're like everyone else is on the top of the steps like going up upstairs yeah and they're all like whispering like stop stop because <laughs> they were recording so we got kicked out uh so they had to redo it and that was my uh, introduction to the place but aside from that it was great yeah right <laughs> no that's hilarious so i'm assuming it was the video afterwards that they put out that you, <laughs> that you walked yeah. into yeah, they had to redo it again because, you know, we were a little <laughs> impatient, I guess. But yeah, no, I, other than that, you know, it was great seeing both of you guys. Um, you know, they just got a nice little, you know, set up there. Um, absolutely see that as a place I'll maybe book a party at at some point. It's, it's a really cool place. Definitely. Sure. The location, like you said, is is everything. Um, downtown Sycamore is, is pretty awesome. It kind of reminds me of downtown St. Charles. Um, mm -hmm. sense. Yeah, great location. I mean, the vibe in there is is unbelievable super chill um you could pretty much you know it's, it's a golfer's little paradise so super excited to get back out there um speaking of though let's let's dive into a little bit of the, the golf unfiltered side how did how did gu start and, and what kind of drove you to to start podcasting well i mean first of all it's cool to be on this side of the mic for once um, <laughs> i appreciate the invite that to come talk well so um, I've been doing something like this for a while. And, uh, originally I had a website called Chicago Duffer. And that was back when I was still in college. This was like 2001, 2002. And, um, shortly thereafter, you know, I, I, the right people read some of the stuff that I had written and I got to work for a few publications. Um, I got to work for, SB Nation for a little bit. That's how I got to know guys like Brendan Porath and, and all those guys. Um, and then if you guys remember the Back Nine Network that came and gone in like a flash, um, that was the big competitor to the Golf Channel. Yeah. Um, and a, a guy that I know, uh, you know, brought me on there. And, you know, I would say so probably since 2002, I've been doing some form of either writing about golf or eventually podcasting when it became Golf Unfiltered, which was around, oh, I don't know, 2007 now. Um, you know, there was just a lot of attempts that I made to write about this game that I love. Um, as a guy just sitting, you know, drinking beers, watching the PGA Tour on television, thinking, you know, I could... I could put a coherent sentence together, you know, I could probably write something. And that was back in the days when like there was blogger and live journal, you know, like right. geo cities, get your website up in a few clicks. Um, so I think ever since then, you know, I just always tried to, uh, you know, share my thoughts out to the world. And I had no expectation of anyone reading a, a, a thing I wrote. Um, but then the podcast came around probably I've been doing this for maybe six years now. Um, and yeah, I mean, had guests on such as yourself. Um, we try to bring on a lot of, uh, different industry, uh, representatives from brands as well as we've had a few, uh, tour players on over the years, but what I try to do most recently is, uh, talk a little bit more about like the, the guys that go and play on your tour, really people who just love the game from all levels, whether it be mm -hmm. beginners to long-standing, you know, mid amateurs or whatever. Um, because there's just so many different ways to love the game. And I, I try to cover it in as many ways as I can. Awesome. Speaking of, I saw a Northside tour registration coming today. You know, your buddy, uh, our mutual friend, 
Chris McEwen. He's like, come, come do this. I'm like, oh, it's a little far out there for me, but whatever. I've not played many of those courses, so I figured why not? So that, that's exactly why I thought you did. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome because, you know, like you and I, we're both from the, the south, southwest suburbs, and we've played the, these tracks over and over and over again. I'm like, you know what? I bet you he wants to go up north and, and play some of those tracks that he hasn't yet. And that's, yep. and that's exactly what, you know, the Chicago Golf Tour is all about, right? playing new courses, meeting new people. Obviously, you already know Chris, but yeah, I was super excited to see that. I almost thought it was a typo at first, and then I'm like, good for him. I saw that email as well. I was like, oh, yeah, he's in. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I've only played Thunderhawk, um, which I love. Love. Yeah, and um, I was looking at the schedule because you guys know, I mean, I played last year in the, uh, the Southside Tour, and you're right. I had played most of those courses before which i you know i I love playing the courses i like but um you know i always i also felt bad because chris lives in the city and he's always driving down here to come play so i figured i'd toss him a bone and go up there yeah that's a a good friend of you um you're gonna love a lot of those tracks up there um thunderhawks is a a real treat um will met your guys's masters is supposed to be unbelievable they just had a reno but you know you still have your staples up there the stone walls and the preserves and so yeah, I'm I'm super excited for you guys to 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 play those courses. I'll have to we'll have to both get out and, and join you guys. Uh, there's a couple on there that Rob and I already targeted. Uh, Shepherd's Crook being one of them. Oh nice. Yep. Yeah, hear nothing but phenomenal things about that. But uh, going back to podcasting, uh, mm-hmm. so your newest venture, which we also discussed the other night, um, and. I absolutely love it. I'm such a junkie. I, and I told you this, I'm such yeah. a junkie for like super dark, you know, true crime mystery. And that's exactly what your new podcast golf stories, uh, the secret tour pro is mm-hmm. and the production behind that with Chris McEwen and in just the way that you guys are able to, to, to captivate the audience and kind of draw you in, but then kind of leave you hanging until the next episode is, yep. is unbelievable. Um, so, so talk about a little bit about that and how that, you know, kind of all transpired over the years. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I was, uh, it was funny. So uh, when we were at the 70 and you were talking to me about the podcast, my wife is there with us. And afterwards, after you said what you said, which was really appreciated, Mm -hmm. uh, she just looked at me and she said, you look, people actually like what you do. So (laughs) I I really appreciate it. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, the podcast itself is exactly, you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, Chris and I were talking about doing a show that was a little bit more documentary style. And this story of the Secret Tour Pro, the anonymous Twitter account, had been stuck in my mind for seven years, easily. Mm-hmm. Just a, an account that I had gotten to know. Um, and if you listen to the podcast, uh, you'll, you'll see that I fell into, I guess, the trap, right, that so many others fell into, uh, where I thought I was talking to a real European tour pro, right. Um, and that, you know, and, and basically what, uh, what went from there was this guy confiding in me with a lot of different things that was supposedly going on in his life, I returning the favor, because this was again, seven years ago, you don't know what you're doing online. I didn't know what I was doing online. Right. You know, everyone's anonymous as far as you know, but this person was like, holy cow, I'm talking to this tour player who cares about my day. 
you know, yep. uh, and in retrospect, uh, you know, in hindsight, I'm like, what the heck was I thinking? You know, like how gullible am I? But then, um, so I had him on my podcast. I eventually have this guy on my golf unfiltered podcast. And then immediately I'm talking days, not even, I get a bunch of listeners who reach out to me and say, Hey, this guy is full of it. And I have proof. Wow. And so I would say five people total reached out four of whom were, uh, supposed to work with this guy to create a, a website. And, and for your listeners who don't know who this, this Twitter pro guy is secret tour pro. Yeah. He, he had the goods for a while. He would always have pictures, news from tour stops. He would literally break news on sponsorship deals for some I mean, of the I followed guys. him. Yeah. I followed him and I was, I believed everything that came from it. Yeah. Yeah, many people did myself included. Um, you know, when Pat Perez joined PXG, he broke that news before Golf Digest did. And so to get to know this guy a little bit, you know, I'm like, holy cow, I got an in, you know, yeah. like I'm going to, this is going to put me above all the other sites. Cause at the time I actually cared, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be known for whatever. And, and nowadays, not that I don't care now, but it's, it's, it's just a different, you learn as you go with anything that you do in life. And in speaking to these listeners that reached out to me, I realized that I got off easy um, in regard to promises that were made to this, to them from this account. Um, you know, and there were a few other stories that didn't make the podcast that I couldn't verify, but some got very, very dark. And um, yeah, and so it's a five episode series. Uh, you can binge all of them right now. Yeah. Um, it is it is the hardest thing I've ever done uh, because you have to script the entire thing, read it, say it, listen back to your voice, which as a podcaster. Now you realize that's the worst thing in the world is listening back to how you <laughs> right. sound. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I couldn't have done anything. And I couldn't have done this without Chris. I mean, he, he, his production talents were off the wall, just good. And I said, Hey, I want it to sound like cereal. Yeah. I, I told you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was the one thing because I I um I've listened to it twice. So on the way I was at Kinky Keys Elks Club yesterday. So mm -hmm. on the way back, I listened through all five episodes again. It was just I feel like it's Netflix, right? Where you can just binge it one right after the other. It's yeah. just continuous. It was awesome. I guess my question, I had one question to you was like, how long did like one episode take to you know, how much time did you guys put into that? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, so the first episode. Um, after I reached out to like four writers, I'm like, how the hell do I do this? Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that in total took about four hours of pre-production and then another two, just me doing it. Cause I actually had to go back to all the interviews that I had saved. Thank God I saved them. Right. But then I had to reach out to th these guys again and they all agreed and they were all in the UK. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm dealing with time zones. I'm doing yeah. all that stuff. But to, to answer your question, I would say the first episode took solid six hours. Um, and then, you know, you kind of find a groove, right. you know, so it kind of saved a little time on the back end. But uh, Chris was great. He was just like, you know what, send me the clips. I'll put it together. I'll send you a, a revision. Let me know what you think. And, and it was funny because we were co-writing literally at the same time in a Google Doc uh, where I, we, you know, you would see each other in sure. the document yeah 
he's typing, I'm typing. I'm like, dude, <laughs> you need to stop for two seconds so I can go in and edit. Right. So yeah, it was, it was a truly a collaborative effort. Rob, we share some of the, the same issues. I was just going to, I was just going to say me and Tom yeah. sometimes fall into that as well. Yeah. Well, it's unavoidable. Guys, yeah. You guys did a hell of a job, man. I mean, it is, it is so good. Uh, Thank you. I highly, highly recommend it. it, and, it and the best part about it, it's so different from what you normally do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you know, on the opposite end of, of golf and filter, but you could tell, you know, so much work was put into that. I even, I believe you even said in maybe like the fourth episode or third episode that you literally had to like dig through your notes. And luckily you had like a bin that you saved from this entire experience. Um, and then to your point, you know, you're reaching the, you're reaching out to guys that are, you know, on, on a whole different time zones. And mm-hmm. I'm assuming you probably have to, you know, get some type of, Hey, you know, I'm moving forward with this. Uh, are you sure? Are you positive that this happened kind of, you know, almost like a, a verification, so to speak, or in, in consent, but yeah, the, it, it's super well done. I was sad that it ended to be honest. <laughs> well, we got other things up our sleeve. Um, I was going to ask, is there, do you have, an, do you have another one lined up to start? We have a list of potential topics. Um, one crazier than the next, but, uh, you know, if we can pull it off, there's a few other golfers, um, including a few others that we haven't seen in a long time, hint, hint that we might try to get. Um, and it's just a matter of finding the right people. Cause what's funny and back to your point about, you know, like making sure people really wanted to do this. There was one of the guys, um, he goes by the name of Oscar in one of the later episodes. Uh-huh. It's not his real name. And that was an agreement that we made. He's like, uh-huh. well, I can't use my real name. Um, and for reasons of this really got to him like treatment, mm-hmm. he needed treatment because of what this guy did to him. Wow. Um, and as far as, you know, what we have thinking of, you know, what we're thinking about in the future, you know, I, I would love I don't know if I could pull it off, but I would love to do just an expose on the back nine network and what went wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of guys that still write that are still on Twitter that talk about it all the time. And the, the stuff that went down, like it, it would blow your mind and maybe we could talk about offline, but <laughs> that, that, yeah, there's, there's definitely a list. Definitely. I'm assuming it's probably down the same Avenue of like, the the big money golf classic or something of that nature uh which would be another great one but you did you did tell me uh at the soft opening who you were targeting and i almost fell over and if 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 that happens to your um your hint um that would be unbelievable so yeah i don't know how we're gonna pull that was chris's idea and i'm like all right buddy i mean let's try it uh you know and i think it's funny because these personas that exist in golf whether it be anonymous or not it's it's all wrapped around you know back to the the whole premise of your guys tour is Mm. you're you're meeting people for the first time a lot of times and you share the love of one thing right and i've had nothing but great experiences playing with the guys in the chicago golf tour um and i'm sure you get that a lot but when you've got someone like the topic of the that golf stories the secret tour pro kind of exploiting that right you know Mm -hmm. that's just you feel dirty you know it's like what what is going on right but you know there's so many good people in this game that they have stories too 
mm-hmm. you're not going to hear them on ESPN or right. you know, mm-hmm. all that. So I, I want to tap into those stories because that's that's what keeps me engaged in the game. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not a competitive golfer. I mean, Tom knows that he played with me, but it's a matter <laughs> of like, that's what brings people back. And if you can find friendships and establish friendships and good people like you can on your tour, that's what makes it worthwhile. Right. Well, totally agree. Um, and you could even tell, you know, in your voice, like towards the end of STP mm. that and you even admitted, like this guy took me for a ride. Mm. You could tell like you were, you know, not even shadily, like you were getting, you know, almost, you were just at your point. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that you were just kind of fed up. Like, you know, when you, when you directly asked him, you know, who are you? Mm-hmm. Then I, then I started to kind of get the the feeling of, okay, this has gone on long enough. And, you know, he just wants some closure and answer and that's the best part. So we won't give any, uh, any more hints away. Uh, yeah. Listen to it. Yeah, definitely. You won't did be, you won't be you won't be disappointed. It was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, but um, no. But yeah. the other thing I thought was hilarious and not hilarious, but it's funny was like how you talked about your equipment, right? And mm-hmm. how the how different your voice was on the phone compared to like right now. Like, you know, when we have the microphones and everything, I was just like, is this two different people? I mean, at one point it was crazy, dude. My first podcast were like this. I was literally oh, really? on my iPhone and just recording it into it and that uh and tom i appreciate you saying what you said because i remember messaging him that question uh i forget how long ago it was but it was probably like 2016 2017 and i was sitting in a missouri hotel room because i was traveling for work and it was like it was late i was fed up i gotta go to work you know and i'm just like i can't i can't deal with this anymore and i remember recording it and I remember hitting pause because there was a moment where it like you go back to that point mm. and it's like, I just, it's embarrassment almost like falling for it. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I appreciate you saying that because I was definitely feeling it when I was re-recording it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put it out there. I got this far. I got to finish this damn thing. So. <laughs> no, you can tell. I mean, it was raw emotion and that's what, you know, that's what made it you know, as good as it is for all the listeners, definitely go check it out. Uh, golf stories, the secret tour pro, um, that's kind of, you know, Adam's and Chris's, you know, sister podcast of golf unfiltered. Um, you guys have a bunch going on, you know, golf Unfiltered's growing. Uh, we just brought on another writer, Nikki Dunnigan, who's fantastic. She's down in Georgia. Yeah. I hope to meet her one day. Um, but uh, she's actually doing a podcast mini series on the main sure. golf and filters uh, feed uh, leading up to Augusta called memoirs from Magnolia lane, entirely her idea. Uh, this is a, a woman who lives and breathes uh, and was literally raised by Augusta national. Um, I'm like, sure. Here, yeah. here's my account. Go record. Yeah. You know? So I listened stuff. to that last night. Yeah. That, that was a good episode have has a master's tattoo that's how how yeah. hardcore I mean, she is it was awesome she is hardcore she's super talented she's got fantastic ideas and it's just um you know it's a different way to look at at what i do because i it was always just me and right. i and i hate to be that guy it's like i'm just one guy because you know i mean you guys were just one guy at one point and you look at how big you've grown um but to have a partner in that way 
I mean, like you guys could, I'm preaching to the choir. I mean, to have someone even to bounce ideas off of is invaluable. You know, it's, right. it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <clears throat> speaking of, speaking of the masters, do you think Tiger's coming back? Listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. So I know traditionally he usually waits late, like real late uh, to say if he's not going to play. Right. The short answer is yes. I think he's playing. Um, I know nothing more than anyone else, right. but the fact that he's wor- he's walking every day at medalist. Yeah, there you go. The, the fact that he's now at Augusta, from what I heard, and he's walking there. If that man can walk four days in a row playing golf, there's no way he's missing this. He's not going to just choose to sit out. That's that's what I truly believe. I mean, he may yeah. make that decision, but I don't know. Because it wasn't Andy this morning at Shotgun said you, you, usually you ride medalists, but if you're walking medalists, it's it's uh it's definitely means something. Yep, that's that's a hundred percent true. He was dead on with that too. I mean, he's he's out there with Joey. I mean, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, Joey came out. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna play. Um, he's already said that he's gonna pick and choose his spots, right? Which I only kind of believe. <laughs> um, but this is, this is his spot. Like this is, he, he's said it many times. This is where he wanted to play his best golf. Right. And so, yeah, I totally agree. Um, <clears throat> we talked about it a while back. Rob thought I was, I mean, and honestly it was kind of just off the hip, but I was like, yeah, I think he's going to be back for the masters. Rob's like in 20, like this year. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he's like, no way. So when this came up, I'm like, dude, he might be ready at least he has the intentions, right, of playing. I think he's just trying to figure out if his body is is physically able to. I think he will, no matter what, you know, but if his body shuts down, that's when I think, you know, he'll decommit or pull the plug. But unless that happens, I think we're going to see him in a couple mm-hmm. weeks. And, I mean, if he, if he comes to the first tee, that place is going to explode. Dude, I threw money on him. Yeah, I was like, hey, he was like plus four thousand. Which, by the way, he's like the 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 same odds as like Louis Ustazen. Yeah, you know, it's like, come on, this guy almost lost a leg, you right? Know, beginning of the year or whatever it was. He's literally played in the the PNC, and that's it. Um, yep, and he's you know only plus four thousand, which is it's crazy. And yeah, you know um, whether he contends or not, I I'm sure I'm sure he will. Um, you know, maybe maybe not through the entire weekend. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully he's there, you know, come uh, day four, but, you know, just to have him back in the game is, you know, is, is truly uh, remarkable, especially with, like you said, you know, what happened less than a little over a year ago, but um, what's your stance on, on his, his little brother, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) I love how you just slipped at it. Um, You know, Phil, I had uh, I had Will Bardwell on my uh, golf and filtered podcast not too long ago, yeah. and he wrote a fantastic article, uh, "Blind Men in Blood," uh, on his flyingfour.com. Will, thanks. I'm dropping names like crazy. I apologize, but no, 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 no. he no. Um, he talked a lot about Phil's uh, typical mo. You know, like everyone loves the guy. Everyone loves him when he's in you know inside the ropes on the course, off the course maybe not the best person and to leverage what and using his words to leverage this situation with the super golf league and now live golf investments or whatever it is. Yeah. 
that's you don't i mean you don't do that you don't do that to the league or the association well league uh the pga tour that literally made you you know i just i don't I don't understand what he's trying to accomplish going about it this way. I'm not saying that the PGA tour is perfect far from it, you know, far from it. Um, Which by the way, that's one of the other things on our list for another, um, (laughs) for another podcast, particularly the, uh, the player impact uh, program or the PIP rather. Um, The PGA tour is a nonprofit that if you follow where the money goes, yep. It is not a good thing at all. Yeah, Phil chose a certain way to shine a light on that. I don't think he he thought it through enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know anything different. I would guarantee that he's currently suspended. Right. Um, to not have him at Augusta, that was a little bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, all of that aside this is still a player that has brought enjoyment for people, fans, fans of the game. Right. Yeah. You, you hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he's got a family. Right. We all make mistakes. Right. Speaking of the pit, we'll dive into that real quick. Do you think that was created solely to keep players from going mm-hmm. over prior 100%. to Yeah. Same. hundred um, okay. percent. I've, I've heard, I've heard some outlandish things. Um, and screw it, I'll go on the record. I don't care. I've heard that <laughs> R- Rory wins the next two. Yeah, I've heard that it's already predetermined. Oh wow! I've heard all of these things, and then once you once you hear all of that, and I don't know if that's true. Probably isn't. But then you pay attention to how it's determined, mm-hmm. and you pay attention to the players that the PGA Tour Twitter account is featuring, mm-hmm. and it's like, hmm, that's interesting, right? Why did he just play golf? The one club channel uh, challenge with Barstool. Yeah. Right. You know, so then it's a matter of, okay, are we just conspiracy theorists now and all that, but you know, to directly uh, answer your question, um, it was a hundred percent. It was a it, it, throw him a bone, stay yeah. here. Tiger's t- talking about loyalty. He owns that tour. Right. Yeah. He could be the commissioner tomorrow if he wanted to, you know, sure. <laughs> so See, I think I think the SGO has some has some serious traction, um, mainly just with the shares to the other tours. I think that's where the the PGA Tour could benefit with mm-hmm. with with partnering uh, with somebody like that. But the PGA, um, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. It just opens the door for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So instead of like, I feel like the PGA Tour is you know, and excluding you know maybe like the top ten Corn Ferry Tour guys. Like it's just very, very uh, concentrated to like your forty guys, right? Right. And going back, you know, it's similar to the NFL. There's so much parity, you know, at the top. Any one of those guys could win at any point. Look mm-hmm. at Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he won a couple of events, and and boom, now he's number one in the world. That could very well happen to a guy who's, you know, kind of a no name right now on the Corn Ferry Tour. You're 100 right. I, I wish kids did. I had him at plus 6500. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're 100 right. I mean, the parody's there. Um, partnering together always feels better than you know Greg Norman doing what he's doing because he's still butthurt about the World Golf mm-hmm. Championships years ago. Right. You know, 
that just doesn't feel right. And, you know, that's, that's taking, you know, not even talking about where the money's coming from. You know, I think, you know, the fact that uh, the PGL is even considering let's work together is a really good move. Yeah. A thousand percent agree. Um, you know, we'll see. I, I think it's, it's happening a lot faster than we think. Um, I think probably in the next couple of months, we'll, we'll get that answer, but mm-hmm. It's exciting to, to kind of see the, the PGA Tour open to other ideas. If it actually does grow the game, then yeah, absolutely. All for it. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just, the whole Super Golf League or Live Golf, you know, it just, it reeks of just competitiveness and not the true nature of the game. You know what I mean? I know that sounds so corny, but I mean he's just, Greg Norman's just trying to do this as a big F you to the tour. And it's like, that just feels, I don't know. I don't know if the PGL was going, probably I would go. Speaking of what, uh, what are your golf plans and what are your, what is your schedule? Obviously you, you just joined the, the Northside tour, but mm-hmm. aside from that, do you have any, um, you know, golf trips lined up for this year or anywhere, you know, in, you know, relatively close proximity that you plan on playing this year? So, um, my buddies and I, uh, who I played golf growing up with, we all turned 40 this year and, uh, we were thinking about in May going down to Kenyatta. Um, we got a buddy that can get us on there and, uh, we were thinking of that. Um, I thought we've also been talking about pebble that's nowhere near here, but, (laughs) um, that, that might not happen, but you know, we were talking about that too. So it's a big, it's a big golf year, uh, for me (laughs) in regard to, you know, let's just spend some money and actually have some experiences. And, um, you know, and I include you guys, I'm not, you know, just feeding you a line here because I'm on your podcast, but you know, I include the, the courses that we were talking about earlier in the North. I've never played them. Yeah. So that's, that's Mm -hmm. all a new experience for me. And I'm sure there's some listeners hearing this that, you know, probably relate or i would hope you can go to a course you don't have to drop a lot of money to have an entirely great experience because it's new right right you know um and that was a promise that i made myself even last year was i just want to play more courses yeah Mm -hmm. you know um but as far as trips go we were definitely talking about kenyatta and then um maybe another one uh, we threw a lot of names around because we drank a little um, talking about it. Right. But, uh, you know, we have a tendency to do that sometimes. We appreciate you coming on. Obviously, we'll uh, we'll play some golf this year and, and hopefully yep. get up to you know some Northside Tour courses. And if not, I know where to find you. Usually at Cog. Yep. Uh, I was just gonna say that. Yep. Yeah, but uh, again, we appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we'll get out there and, and have a couple of drinks and, and play some holes this year. So thanks awesome. for coming on there, Adam. Yeah. And you guys keep this up, man. You guys are good at this. Keep it going. It's a great addition to uh, the tour and, and keep doing the tours like you do. It's, it's the best thing in Chicago golf right now. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. All right, folks. We hope you enjoyed that interview with golf unfiltered, Mr. Adam Fonseca, Rob, what a hell of an interview. I mean, yeah, that was, that was awesome. You could tell Adam's been doing this a while. A lot longer than us. Yeah, a lot longer than us. Um, just so easy to talk to. Such a great dude. Um, everything that they're doing with Golf and Filtered, you know, uh, Golf Stories, the Secret Tour Pro, uh, now with Nikki Dunnigan. Um, it's just, it's awesome, man. It's, it's super cool to see. Uh, super excited for him. Um, 
and like I said, I mean, what a what a great guest. Yeah, it was um, like I said, that the Secret Tour Pro podcast is awesome. So go check it out for sure. It's very, very, very good. If you guys, so I'm the kind of guy who my wife wants to watch nothing but comedy or or like you know rom com on Netflix, and I'm asleep within ten minutes. I just it doesn't get my attention. Uh, I need something dark, you know. I need some some kind of serial thriller or mystery. And Golf Stories, The Secret Tour Pro is exactly that. So go check it out. Download that. All five episodes are available now. Go binge that. I'm, I'm serious. You won't be disappointed. Uh, Not at all. Going back to the Dell there, Rob. Um, Scotty Scheffler, the man is on fire. He's won, Dude, it's just nuts. He's won three of his last five starts. He's now catapulted himself into the number one uh, spot in the world, number one golf in the world. Uh, and he took what, like just over six million home in the last five starts, or yeah. whatever it was. So he's he's essentially almost doubled his earnings um, from when he was at like forty second in the world to you know the, the three wins. He's now at like fourteen point whatever eight million uh, total earnings. So mm -hmm. the guy's on fire. Um, That's awesome to see. Uh... I'm a big uh, softy too. I like seeing his dad's reaction afterwards. That was really cool. Yeah, I love the fact that he told um, what's her name. Hey, can you just give me a sec? Let me right. let me you know kind of take this all in for a second with my family. I love that. Um, um, but yeah, same big softy. Um, super cool to see him win again. Uh, you know, unfortunately, kids didn't get it done. But as always. He was a, a great competitor. I believe he just said, you know, I didn't have my best. And, you know, unfortunately, that's that's what happens sometimes out here. And Kiz was Kiz was definitely, you know, um, very pleased with the second place check. So oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. But overall, uh, love match play. I love that you get to see just about every hole. You know, there's not a whole lot of jumping around, obviously. Um, I think Friday is awesome. I think Friday alone, when there's just a ton of matches going on, they tend to show, you know, more holes from that match than, say, your normal stroke play. So right. I really enjoyed Friday, enjoyed the weekend overall. I mean, that whole that whole ESPN plus, you know, PGA Tour live coverage, how you got the pick, you could jump back and forth was perfect for match play too, you know, seeing the different matches yep. play out. Yep. Similar to you know, the masters where you could kind of just pick a hole and, and hang right. out. Um, speaking of masters, Rob, next week, we're going to break down the masters and it's going to be a hell of an episode. Hopefully, just... hopefully, you know, there's maybe some, some new news or updates on tiger, whether he's officially playing or if he's decommitted, we won't know. Uh, but next week we're for sure going to, break down the masters, uh, everything that goes into it. Um, but until then we're going to move in to the, uh, Valero book it with T picks. Are you ready for that? Yeah. What does he got this week? T's got his long shot, Cameron champ, one fifty to one. Next he's got Charlie Hoffman, 80 to one. Then moving forward, he's got Mr. Palmer, 66 to one. And then he's got Doug Gim, 66 to one as well. And his favorite, 
to win the Texas Open is Abe answer, 22 to 1. And you could book it with T. Answer played good this past weekend, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I, I forget. I was trying to remember who he lost to. Uh, was it Kiz? I was going to say, I think he ran through Kiz. But I'm not positive. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's always been around. Um, I feel like he has a very similar game to Xander, just not as, as profound, but like, you know, I feel like he's always hanging around at every event he's in. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the, uh, the Valero will take us right into um, the masters and your boy defending champ, Jordan speed. At Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's where he won last year. Oh man. You're right. Yeah. Not the master. God, I was going to say, yeah, you got back on track last year. You're completely right. You did. I'm and sorry. then um, with what Rob not playing this week, Scotty will be still be number one, right? Going into the master's week. So that, that should be awesome. Right. Right. So in some other new, new news, um, we have a very special announcement. We've recently brought on a exclusive CGT golf instructor, and that's Rati Tham. If you guys don't follow Rati on Instagram, definitely go do it. And that's Rati, R-A-T-I underscore golf. And that's on Instagram. His videos, man, I'm telling you, are unbelievable. I've never seen a golf instructor be so creative and so informative in all of his videos. Um, I, I'm telling you right now, I, was, I watched it a little bit Saturday and yesterday um, head into the course, and I loved his chair routine for the hip, man. I yeah. was like, all right, that makes sense. So I've been on Rati for literally like the last six months, and I've, I just get consumed every time. One, because his, his videos are, are very captivating. It's, they're easy to watch. They're, they're very uh, self-explanatory. You know, they're not confusing. It's very straightforward. He's unbelievable. Um, but that is our newest addition, and he's the exclusive CGT golf instructor. And he's out of Displains, so he's out of golf tech in Displains. So if you want to go see him in person, you could st- yeah, you could certainly go do so. Um, so check him out, and then we're going to jump right in to the top three, Rob. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. I f- I felt like, you know, it was a good break last week, getting outside of golf, you know, talking about the pizza. I felt like we should get back into the golf, especially with Masters next week. This one might throw you a little bit, but what are your three favorite holes at Augusta? I'm going to have to go with the three hole, number 12, par three, number 16, par three. No, sorry. I'm going to go number eight, par five. Yep. The infamous uh, dog log left, par five, number eight, and then 16 in the one hole. I like it. Yeah, I don't think – I think especially coming down to the wire, you know, especially last year with Tiger playing 16. I mean, you just never know. Once once guys throw it on that backstop and and it's coming down, there's nothing better. Yeah. Uh, How about you? So I'm a big par five guy. So in the three holes, I like hole two, pink dogwood, because I like how that second shot comes in. 
and how the where the pin is set on Sunday, I believe, is what the right, the far right, where it could funnel in. Yeah. Because uh, Louis had what that uh, two right was that a couple years ago. Um, so I like that. I'd have to go with. I just had it too. Shoot. Oh, I like uh, fire, fire, fire thorn. Uh, hole number fifteen. Because isn't that? I think that's the hole where, um, when it was when Tiger won, what um, they all hit into the water short, right on the left hand side. Yeah. I remember right. And then my favorite hole is twelve. Um, Golden Bell, the par three, because that always seems to screw people up, and it screwed up my man Jordan Spieth, man, that well, one that, year. So that was the those would be uh, my three. That was the the despise of uh not the despise the uh the downfall of jordan that year i know to go back number, back. your number two you're talking about the one where francesco hit it yeah short. yeah 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 those are all good ones too i mean i'm impressed just, that you had the names too well to be honest with you i've been looking at the app the last <laughs> week again because i'm i mean next week is christmas man next yeah. week is freaking christmas i mean next week's your birthday i mean it's all Come on, man. Yeah, unfortunately, I have some bad news about that. Um, What's that? Well, my my loving wife, she she decided to pop up this idea of going to a uh, bachelorette party uh, that weekend, uh, last minute. Um, so what? Yeah, I mean, I'm still moving forward with the master's party. There, there okay it was always the master's party but okay i will i'll have my daughter with me um so i'll have to be playing dad as well um oh that's all right that's yeah okay. it's okay but you know it uh you know kind of it, it, it changes things so you know um we'll see how it goes i don't think it'll be too bad she's pretty good she'll sit and watch golf all day sure right yeah it should be okay but yeah, we we had a little, wow. That just that yeah, throw you for a loop. Yeah, I uh, you know, I said, you know what? Why don't you go have fun? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 36. What am I gonna do? That's or just, you know, like I say, save it in your back pocket for something down the road. You know that big guy. Oh yeah, tit yeah. for tat, right there, man. That's right. So, but until then, Rob, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in the fairway. And actually. For guys that are already registered, go ahead and register for the CGT season kickoff. Get a scramble team together. Yep. Come on out, Master Saturday. We'll be there. Um, and even guys that aren't, if if there's anybody that's listening out there that's you know not a member and you're 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 still more than welcome to to come on as a guest or members bring a guest. Uh, but let's fill this thing out. Let's get a ton of guys out there and. And have ourselves a day. Have ourselves a day on Master Saturday, man. Let's do right. it. But uh, until then, Rob, we'll uh, we'll see you in the fairway. See you in the fairway, Tom. See you, buddy.